I find myself merely jealous of the men's time with you rather than any moral aspersion against you. It is your body, Bella Baxter, yours to give freely. I generally charge 30 francs. Well, that seems low. Just another movie night. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night and I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And this is Before and After Reviews where we do a spoiler-free review with our thoughts before and after seeing a brand new movie in the movie theater. And tonight we are going to see Poor Things, which is Yorgos Lanthimos. I'm, oh, you did I great. Think I'm doing good there. You did great. <laughs> uh, Yorgos Lanthimos's new film. Uh, I guess we couldn't, we can't talk about this movie without discussing that director, like front and center, because we, I definitely think we disagree and maybe have completely different views of this director. Uh, I think I'm on the uh, side of love. Yes, you and are. And you're on the side of lukewarm. I, I, I'm, mm, okay. We'll say lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think we've now seen, I believe it's four of his films, which would be um, Dogtooth, The Lobster, Killing of a Sacred Deer, and... The favorite. Yes. And out of those four, for me, out of those four movies, I haven't enjoyed one of them, which would be A Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh, I, I just could not connect with the ideas in that film. Uh, I know that you also agree with me. We had a hard time watching it. I. It was painful for me to watch. I, I wanted to like it. I didn't. I, I really just couldn't get my head around what was going on in that. I didn't yeah. like it at all. I also didn't care much for the lobster either, but I liked it better than I, I liked Killing of the Sacred Deer. But of course, the favorite is my favorite. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I actually, yeah. Um, Dogtooth might be my favorite of his. It is a very bizarre film. It's a very surreal, crazy type of horror movie. And I think that's where we get into more discussing of him. I really like the lobster as well. It was I, a different kind of movie. Yes. Um, but it, it still was... And I like weird movies, but that one was very weird. It wasn't as weird as the other ones, but... I mean, not the favorite. The favorite was actually the most... I would say... I don't want to say normal, because I don't like using that word. But um, I don't know. It was the e most easiest, easy to digest. Yeah, easiest yeah. to digest. Thank it, you. It was a straightforward history story mm -hmm. that... You know, it, it touched upon things that most people won't touch upon type of uh, situations about the queen and her two lovers that yes. were kind of using her. Mm -hmm. And so it was more easy to, to completely, for the, for the average watcher, that was the most accessible of his films. Because Dogtooth, 
is really out there and disturbing. Yeah. Uh, the lobster is a like a almost a satire that is also done in a way where it's so taking itself serious while not taking itself seriously at all. It's very hard for a lot of people to watch. Now, the killing of a sacred deer, sacred deer, on the other hand, is I don't know what that movie was. Like I, I, I understood some of the aspects, and I understand. I really enjoy his filmmaking. He's got great. He knows he has a great eye, and he knows how to make a film. But that movie, the way that they had the actors act, especially uh, Colin Farrell and Barry Keegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I mispronounced his name, but mm, that's uh, okay. I don't really know how to say it either. Uh, the way that they had those two actors act were so odd and so off-putting. They both were talking like they were reading a script. Mm-hmm. And it was, it threw me out of the film. We know that these are both great actors. And that's what was so odd about it, you know, so jarring about it. So, I, I, all of his movies are doing that on purpose. And I think that's why they work so well. Wait, Barry... Barry Keegan was in the in the lobster. No, I was talking about killing of secret. Oh, deer, killing of secret. But deer. I might have said the lobster. I might have got you did. Yeah, there. I think you said the lobster. I was like, what? Wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I just I have so many thoughts about his films that I'm probably like juggling them. But yeah, that was the killing of a sacred deer. That's why it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, they had that really bizarre tone from its leads, and and when the leads are off putting in a way where you don't even know what they're going for and why they're doing the things the way that they're conveying the acting, it's it's hard to get involved. And I think that with a lot of his movies, like, that could be of a, a problem. And yeah. But style, he kills it. Like, his movies have such style, such an eye, such an artistic tone to them. They do have a feel. Yeah, yeah they do have a feel. I mean, but uh, that one, I, I, was very, I was having a very, very hard time. I don't know why. It, was, it just gave me um, kind of skeevy, creepy vibes. Oh, that's and, all of his films. But yeah. not in a good way, you know? Like, I like being skeeved out. I like being creeped out and stuff, you know, with horror movies and stuff. But this one, I don't, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. And I think this is my first foray into Barry Keegan because, like, I... I feel like that's like one of the first movies I've ever watched of his. Oh, I see. And um, from then on, he he's always given me those kind of vibes. Like he as like an actor, as a person. Like we just watched his um movie that he was in, the um Saltburn. Saltburn, yeah, Saltburn movie, and uh, wow, and he just gives me those chilly vibes, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. He can do so many different things. Uh, yeah, but uh, I would say. Now, the reason I think that I enjoy his films overall is that I am a sucker for these clever, like, satirical horror movies. And that's what I love about them, that his movies kind of play with genre. You don't really know what they are, and they always find a way to be horrific in a way that's almost black comedy and it's more of a great use of um, using reality to completely spoof our society. Mm-hmm. And I think all of his films have kind of done that really well while also being these horrific things. Like Dogtooth in particular is a horror, to me is a horror movie. I know, and even I can see that people would say that about Killing a Sacred Deer. 
of a sacred deer. And and uh, even the favorite can be seen and viewed as one of these type of horror movies that are very a clever kind of parody, you know, horror movie. And in in a, in a strange way, I think that. A lot of people confuse. I think this is like a running debate with me and you. We talk about what is horror and what isn't. Mm-hmm. And I would say that most horror movies don't skeeve me out. The ones that skeeve me out are these movies. These movies that make you reflect on your society and, and see people for what they really are type of thing. And I think that is where I find the horror. And I think that's why I gravitate toward these kinds of movies more. Because... It, not only is it like a, a lesson in psychology, you know, and just seeing these people and watching what people would do in these situations and stuff like that. Beyond that, it's also just a really crazy mind trip. Mm-hmm. And I think that those movies creep me out, stick with me the longest and have me thinking for days. And I think that's what makes me love these kind of movies more. And I think that this is one of those filmmakers that does that. He's very good at it. I mean, I will say that the subject matter sometimes is just a bit much for me. Um, the things that were going on and killing of a sacred deer and stuff, I, I just can't sometimes. It's just a bit much. Um, but he does use the same actors sometimes. Um, yeah, he's used Colin Farrell a lot. Uh, Emma Stone as well. She's in... The Favorite. The Favorite, Yeah. And um, I really appreciated that movie, but I feel as though he, he's, he's very strange and you know that like, it's going like when you're going to like a David Cronenberg movies, you know, that you're going to get like, um, like a, like a strange vibe, like a strangeness. Yeah. That's the way I feel about this director. This director has that strangeness about him and it's not always good in my opinion. I have expectations going into this and yeah, I, you know. uh, yeah I mean, I, I just want to, yeah, I just thought you know, nailing what it is about that guy, this director and, and is his way of filmmaking in a whole, like what it is and why one of us might like it versus why we might not. And, and yeah, I, going into this one in particular, do you even know, do you know much about this movie? I really don't know a lot about it. Uh, the only thing I can tell you um, for certain is that I am on Instagram and I follow Ruffy, Mark Ruffalo, and I, he is just praising the shit out of Emma Stone's performance in this. I really don't know anything about the movie itself okay. at all. Now, I, I think I have some ideas of what this movie is. Uh, I, I think it might be a, a, his version of Frankenstein or the Bride of Frankenstein. And that I believe this is going to be some kind of heightened reality type of fairy tale where we follow Emma Stone, who is a Victor Frankenstein's monster. So you're saying that she's a dead girl? Yes. Okay. That was reanimated. So you're yeah, saying this I, might have like a horror like horror elements for sure. I don't know if it's gonna be horror elements. I think it's going to be again that genre of bending that he does. But I do think it's I mean, Willem <sighs> Dafoe is in this movie. Have you seen him? Okay. No, I haven't, but he's okay. always a weirdo. Well, he looks very much like Frankenstein's monster than he does a normal person. And I know that he, from what I can gather, is that he created her. Well, she does look, I've seen in the trailer, I did see the trailer, she looks like a doll. Like yes. she's and dressed she acts like, like a doll because she, she's learning. 
yeah, she, they did like a strange thing on her face with the eyebrows and the weird, I saw that, but I had no idea. Like, I thought this was like a period piece, you know? Oh, so, it's very fantasy looking. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be weird. No, no doubt. Just like all his other <laughs> movies. This is going to be strange as hell. Yeah. I'm, I know that going in, but I, I mean, Mark Ruffalo is attached to this. And this is kind of the draw for me. And he said this was one of the most uncomfortable movies that he's ever taken. I know. And he did in the cut. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, I, he's so unrecognizable enough. I don't think that was his penis in, the sh- in that movie. I think <laughs> okay. they used a double, like a body double. I heard it wasn't. Yeah. But still, like, it's still, it was a bit gross. Yeah. That whole movie. I, I like to forget that one. Yeah, I, I want to forget it too, but when he when you just said that, I was like, no, that this cannot be the most awkward, uncomfortable film ever. I can't. It just can't. Not for him. Because he did that movie with Meg Ryan, and that movie was just awful. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, if he's playing a, I don't know, like a, a very outside of his comfort zone, uh, which I think is what he is going to be doing in this film, and also, again, in a heightened comical way, well, I just that's why I can't wait to see what this is because knowing this director, even if it is a his version of a take on the story of Frankenstein, even if that is, I would say that it's probably more in the direction of Frankenhooker than it would be a Frankenstein. Oh my god! Okay, then I'm in. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of excited because see, and and I've seen shots of this, and again, the effects and the the world looks incredible and dreamlike and so that and i think the lobster felt like that too you but know i was not gonna in say, a fairy tale way it, that this yeah, one looks it did feel like that it just felt like um kind of like a deeper creepier fairy tale like yeah that like one is a tim burton helped this along you it, know but he didn't yeah this is a that uh, the lobster was kind of like a fairy tale in the way of everything was in dr- like total water soaked gray like dreary everything was dreary and just depressing yeah and i feel like they're gonna go for an opposite direction while dealing with more adult you know conversations which i'm intrigued by and i think that that's the kind of thing that excites me more so i i feel like i know for a fact we're gonna come out of this with completely different views and different opinions and we're going to be debating it so i'm kind of looking forward to that those are my favorite type of movies yeah i i hope that this isn't like killing of a sacred deer where i'm literally just freaking mad you know <laughs> i i couldn't get i i did not care for that film i didn't and um one of our um our, our instagram people that we we follow posted about that movie recently and asked me what i didn't like about it and i i literally was speechless i, I didn't respond because i just I, I can't get the words out. Also, we've seen it so long ago. I mean, we saw that movie when it first came out. Yeah, we and, did. And I think by now, I don't remember a lot of it. There are things that stick out in my mind. But the thing that sticks out the most is what we already talked about with mm-hmm. that that acting style. Yeah. Was just not, it didn't work for the film. And if they would have changed that, I think I would have enjoyed the film mm-hmm. more. And it was it a snooze fest, out. in my opinion. I, I didn't I didn't find it exciting or entertaining at all. I was just kind of like, okay, I can take a nap now. Yeah, and pe- some people hold that movie one of his best. I I like his movies, and that one is the one movie that I just couldn't connect with. I think I've given every one of his movies a seven or higher. Wow, okay. Except for that one movie, which I think I gave a five. 
which was a Jeez. mediocre score. I, I I know I wanted to give it a six, but I just that it was just so off putting the acting. I just didn't understand it. Like I could not get my head wrapped around how awkward it was and how awkward the characters felt. They didn't feel like real people, so I couldn't gravitate toward them. I, I like when a world tells me, you know, okay, these are outside of the norm and this way you can gravitate toward them. Yeah. Because Oh, okay. This is something I have to like suspend my you know disbelief on and just kind of accept it. Whereas the killing of sacred deer is like, no, these are real people, and it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I mean, I understand. We don't need to connect with every single character in all of the movies that we like, you know. No, no, it's not about connecting, but, but at least accepting them. Right, and I got to tell you, in, if. if I feel that the characters, the main characters in a film are so gross that I just don't want to look at them and I can't look at them. Um, I, I can't, I can't appreciate that as a film. I just feel gross. I feel skeeved out. I feel like I need to bleach my eyeballs. Meanwhile, you're surrounded by Chucky dolls and Annabelle. Oh, hi babies. Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're so cute. We don't have a leather face mask on the wall, but you're, uh, it's certain kinds of ugly that you're accepting of. I mean... If you talk that way about Spike, he's going to get you in the night. So you better watch it. Right, what a trip. Gremlins over but there. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I really. What do you think you're going to come out with the score? Is what we normally do here. What's your, uh, your, your anticipation of what you're coming out with? Mm. Okay, so did I say Spike? Stripe. Sorry. You call. No him one Spike. knows who you're talking about. So anyway, Stripe is a gremlin. He's our gremlin. Anyway, um, I'm coming out of this. I, do, I, I just for clarification, I do not call him Spike. He is you have, Stripe. You Spike have... is the villain in the second one that turns into a spider. That's right. That's Spike. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I lost my gremlins card. Anyway, uh, this movie, I don't know. I'm not going into this with a great attitude. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I really want to see this after having seen your Yorthos. I don't know. Okay. Yep, your thoughts. After I've seen his other films, some mm -hmm. of his other films, I, I'm just not thrilled about this. And the only reason I want to see it is because I like Mark Ruffalo a lot. Okay. I love him, and I do love Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. But I'm just a little scared. I'm a, I'm scared about. Uh, let's just hope that they don't like skeeve it out. I don't want. It oh, to be it's going to be skeevy. <sighs> Are you going to give this a five or a six? <laughs> what are you thinking? What do you think? Just be honest, because. I think I'm going to come out with a maybe a six, hopefully a seven, even better, an eight. I'm telling you right now, you're going to come out with a smile on your face. I know it. Oh, without and a I'm doubt. I'm going to be irate. Because I want to have a conversation. I love it. I love when we see a movie that you might not click with or completely have saw what the point was, and then we discuss it a little more, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, that is cool. Sometimes when I hear your points on things... It, it clarifies things in my head, and yeah. I, I appreciate that. So, And that's um, why we started this. I mean, let's face facts. The reason we started doing the podcast in the first place is we do these debates normally, and we just said, why don't we start recording these? Yeah. And we've we've had so many good ones, and I'm so mad that we, we I, I don't think we started at this time, but with like men. I don't think we did men on this show, did we? Mm, I don't think so. That movie no. was... Oof. I talked to somebody about it the other day, and I said uh, Saltburn was uh, the movie that I saw recently that I haven't been through that many emotions watching a movie in a long time. Well, not since Men. And they mm -hmm. were like, oh, Men was disturbing. And I was like, 
Yeah, if yeah. you haven't seen Saltburn yeah. yet, you'll Go, get there. Yeah, just just sit down and watch Saltburn. You can watch it on Prime right now, right? It's on Prime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and oh geez, that's that's and, something. Oh geez, oh geez. All right. Um, so I'm coming out of this with a five, and I I would like to be. <laughs> I can't wait. I would like to be put in a different bracket, but I don't know. I think it's gonna be a five, and I'm probably not gonna like this film. Oh wow. Okay, so you're already like soured. I'm soured. We're doing that thing where I'm hopefully optimistic and you're already coming well, because in with like a... I only really cared for one of his other movies. I mean, he's a he's a strange cat. He's a real strange cat and he likes to skeeve people out and not on not in a good way, you know? Not and, in a good way. And I way. see it in a good way. Yeah, I know. It's it's I, that's my favorite thing about film is the uh, the idea of the emotions that they can give you. I get it. And but... I think that if a movie can do that heightened emotion It'll give you an emotion that you're not suspecting. Something different. That's the whole point of art, right? Yes, but I, if, I it, if I'm getting a Barf Jr. because I'm looking at something that's so utterly disgusting, like say someone's eating poop on screen, then I'm I'm out, okay? I'm out. That's too real for me and I don't need that crap. I'd rather watch someone get hacked and slashed in a, you know, a horror movie. And I was going to say, aren't you a big John Waters fan? I love John Waters, but he's a, you know, he's a strange cat too, but he's a strange cat in a fun way. You know what I'm saying? John Waters <laughs> likes to party. He knows how to party and he has a bunch of weirdos as friends. I appreciate everything about him. Yeah, this is, this is where we differ and so such a way like people always say oh you guys have so much in common and you're good and i'm like oh we differ heavily joe is into the punk rock feel of movies and i really gravitate toward that oh the psychological horror or the i want to think about this thing i want to really break it down and have a discussion about it for five hours and you're <laughs> like you know what's rad I like this shit right here. This is right. Let me tell you something. I love it. I'm, well, I'm going to tell you the truth right now, sir. Okay, if you had a cho- <laughs> if you had a choice to go yeah. to a party at John Waters' house or a party at your Goat and Lanthimos house, I I'm sorry, you would choose John Waters' party any day of the week. Okay? I honestly don't know if I would want to go to a John Waters. Party. Would you want to go go to a Yorgos party? I believe that he's probably not on his sleeve. The things that he's filming. They're probably and, and sacrificing I, lambs at his house, okay? I seriously doubt that Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo are getting along with him, whereas John Waters is like, you know what? Divine's eating shit in my movie. Divine's not eating shit at his house party. Well, we don't know. Neither is well, uh, sacrificing an actual animal. I can tell you at John Waters' house, there's going to be naked people, <laughs> there's going to be good music, there's going to be good food, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be good dancing. Everyone's going to be doing it's interesting having a great time and over there at yorgo's house they're gonna be freaking you know sacrificing what? probably virgins. having a nice chat over a nice meal drinking cavazier and you know eating some freaking pate no that sounds amazing no that sounds like shit just chilling and talking about art john water's house you get a beer you get some dancing in you get some good food and you get some laughs and it's a good time good time let's, let's go see this movie okay This is Bella. Bye, bye. Bella, this is Mr. McCandles. Hello, Bella. No. She's an experiment. Good evening. Her brain and her body are not quite synchronized. But she is progressing at an accelerated pace. Tell me, where did she come from? I shall. 
for it is a happy tale. I am Bella Baxter, and there is a world to enjoy, circumnavigate. It is the goal of all to progress, grow. A woman plotting her course to freedom. How delightful. it's bad when uh, the moment a movie ends uh, joe jumps up and says to me go let's go now excuse me sir i did not say let's go now i said let's go the most angry let's get the hell out of here i've ever heard from somebody in my life so we know where we are this is we usually uh, every time we do these we we don't talk at all until we get to the microphones and uh, this is one of those times where I don't even need the microphone to know where we are. Let me ask you something. Seriously, did I nail Frankenhooker or did I nail it? Frankenhooker was a better film. So, no. But did I nail I, I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, also, no. Yes and no. You nailed it and you didn't. This, it was not quite the same. I mean, look. This is a uh, this is going to be one of those talks where we're gonna ha- we're gonna be just. I don't know. Like I feel like on the outs, uh, I, which sucks. Um, be- I'm I'm odded out because I I found this a, a lot of this movie to be ab- absolutely hilarious, and now for some reason you I could tell that you were unable to laugh at any of it which is very strange for me and i'm guessing that's because of the intense sex scenes the never-ending sex scenes i saw a lot of stone stones too many stone stones but i i don't care about the sex scenes at all it was the whole content of the movie as an entirety like as a whole picture it it just the whole movie just made me just disgusted. I did not like it. All right. I mean, it, to me, I found this movie well, at least a good chunk of it to be this really interesting, like comedy of horrors type of thing. This comedy of tragedy of what's the thing I'm trying to look for? It's it's definitely what I thought in the before. I was talking about how now I didn't get. A part of it right although there are little touches on horror not very much this movie's really more of a kind of like um a trip through through like the genesis of life of what the like different stages of a person's life especially of the female experience I get what they were going for, and I understand what you're saying about the, you know, the different stages of a of a female's life. However, I, I understand what you're saying, but that is not what this movie depicted to me, at all. Okay. I got something completely different out of it, and and you were right. Like you know, when we talked in the before, 
how, you know, I like to ask you, or, you know, if you could please clarify a couple things for me. And sometimes that does give me clarity. Yeah. I, I do see things differently. And I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that uh, from you. Well, that's what, um, yeah. Because th- right now, the way I, I feel that this is not before and after reviews, this is talking trash. Oh, you're a full on talking trash. I, which I can get because this is a two and a half hour movie, a two hour and 20 minutes and or something like that. You feel it. You feel every second I, of it. I will say that there, there are some parts in this movie that I didn't feel it. But then I will say that maybe it's last half, but then it picks up again. There's there's that parts that kept going up and down for me of a little too much. Um, I I wish things would get to other things very quicker. Like this, I feel like they definitely could have trimmed up stuff, and certain things got hammered a little too much when i say ha- some, something is getting hammered that's emma stone she's getting hammered throughout this film way too much I, I i don't even know i know that they're trying to get a point across about you know the whole idea of the sexual relationships and how first it seems like it's a big deal and then it and then as you go on it starts becoming you become numb to sex or or and then as you get older, and, and she goes through the stages throughout the movie of that, and th- there's a whole chunk there where they're overdoing the sexual experience through prostitution or whatever, and it goes on way too long. And, and I think it could have so easily been touched upon, and it could have trimmed up the movie because there's aspects that are interesting, like at the it's all like the idea of the being caged or being captured or being owned and how uh, in in you know and I can't speak cuz I'm a man on the whole female experience but the movie seems to be that the the definitely the human experience through this comedy tone of instant birth learning understanding this getting to that and then moving on and it keeps getting to that and it keeps nailing in these these definitely like these certain things and it just goes on and on and i can definitely see how that part of the movie goes on and drags the movie out because they kind of do multiple takes on it but there are there are stuff in here that i thought was some of the funniest shit i have seen in movies in a long time and that was pretty much when Mark Ruffalo and Emma Stone's entire relationship starts, I found to be absolutely hilarious. When Mark Ruffalo entered the movie, my view of it started to change. And I did find a lot of his scenes funny. Um, listening to you giggle, actually, I I wanted to laugh. You were so angry. But I was like... Things were holding me back from from laughing, like you know, he falls down the stairs or up the stairs or whatever, and I laughed at that. Like he just does silly things, like humor. silly yeah. physical humor, and the way his act, he was acting, his whole acting in the movie was just so over the top and and hilarious. It really was everything about. Like, I'll just say right now, Ruffalo is the best thing about this movie to me. I I think I agree. I I will have, point out some other things, but yeah, I, right now if we're talking about Ruffalo alone, yeah, he definitely is a huge standout. Um, I understand. See, I, I'm 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 kind of missing a couple things here, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll have to talk to you after. But I feel like the evolution of this woman is 
kind of offensive. I feel like it's, it's offensive because in the beginning they tell us that, you know, she's suffering from, you know, she, she's mentally challenged. She's no, a mentally no. challenged person. She's an infant. It's just that it happens to be in a body. It doesn't matter. It's just an infant learning. So that's the whole beginning is the learning. But we're seeing it through more of a comedic version of it. This is definitely Frankenstein. They're I definitely mean, doing that. Yes, I, I know. I was what, right about that. I, I understand that whole aspect. I, I do get that. However, I feel like it. it's just a bit much like, okay, fine. You can show how, you know, her her going through the stages. You can show that. But it doesn't, you can do that in a tasteful way. You don't have to be so freaking gross about everything. Um, you know, just, you know, her, I mean, I, I, I look at Emma Stone a different way right now. I don't know why I don't see her as Emma Stone. I just see her as like somebody else. Oh yeah, she completely I, I, She completely transformed. transformed. Into this thing. Um, and, you know, I'm not... I think that the the sex scenes repulsed me a little bit because just the way they went about like the it was just kind of skeevy to me. It wasn't. Oh, it was absolutely. You know, and I know that's what they were going for. And I think this guy Yorgos, I think he's fucked in the head. I mean, he, just look at his resume. Okay. But I, I feel like he could have done this in a tasteful way, and he didn't have to be so gross about it. I, I definitely think that he. I. I I think it overall hurts itself by going so far out. I, I wish it, if it would have toned it back just a little bit yeah. and, and still got the message across, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, see, I, I think that there was a way to to get your message across and make your point without having to be so disgusting about it. Like, I mean, there were some things, not even with the sex at all, but other scenes that just made me feel just uncomfortable to even be in the theater. Like, you know, like just looking at certain things. I was. Not necessarily any nudity or anything, but just certain things. Um, but, you know, but there there were some really beautiful, like, scenes. Like, there was a lot of uh, shots that were gorgeous and yeah. graceful and pretty. So it's it's very off-putting when you have... When you go from her getting slammed by some nasty, fat, sweaty guy, um, and then to some beautiful shot of her sitting in the middle of a shell in the middle of the ocean and just running her hand over the water. You know, it, it takes you from one scene to the next like that, and it's, it's off-putting. It kind of throws you a bit. And I think he could have scaled some of that back to make it gel better. Uh I yeah, know. I mean, I, I was going to say, like, because uh, you hit on some multiple points, I, I was going to say that in the pro category, he he's pulling out all the stops with directing. He's doing some really interesting stuff with directing. He's switching from lenses like fish-eyed lens or or the uh, the hole-in-the-wall look or in changing, playing with color as she's moving on. Mm -hmm. uh you know uh, uh, touching on a lot of stuff like that it's all these uh borrowing from different stories i i, I heard this is a novel i i would love to know more about that novel that this is because it too. can't be it has to be more far out from the novel than than possible because we're touching on the story of like frankenstein 
uh, Island Dr. Moreau type aspects while also dealing with the Bible and uh, Adam and Eve and and God. And, and they're doing all of that while also doing the, the whole human thing. And they're juggling so many different concepts and ideas while also making it like he's using miniatures and uh, paintings and backdrops and, and, and all these different techniques to tell a story while then all of a sudden jumping into, I would say, I cannot believe this movie's at X because yeah. <laughs> it almost touches on those borders. Like it does when I've seen some X rated movies, like, I mean, famously midnight cowboy, which is insane because none of that is in that movie. I, I have no idea why that movie's X, but uh, to, to touch on seeing this movie, I'm like, Oh no, this is an X. You I know, feel that way too. Um, and just it, yeah not to be prude but it right it, i know it has nothing like when you said that in the beginning that you know oh it, and i know that you, you know joe doesn't like the movie because of the sex scenes or whatever no I, first it, of all you said something to that effect it wasn't like that but I, i'm like no first of all <laughs> that's not it at all um it's just the 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 way they went about it you know and also another thing that kind of like threw me a little bit was the fact that it, let me tell you something. Not everybody's going to be obsessed with you. You know, not everybody is going to, you know, throw themselves at your feet. I, you know, I don't understand what that was about. And I, I'm going to need some clarification because it seems like every man in this movie was completely That's 100% obsessed with her. That's, again, it's dealing with that whole experience of meeting a guy who gets falls in love with you and you're not necessarily in love with them and them becoming obsessed with you and stalking you and and then having multiple versions of that while also having people who don't care which is all the prostitution scenes mm -hmm. they're dealing with these different concepts all through one woman so of course they have to hit all of that experience yeah, I mean, I understand well, that. I think it was just a wanting to better much. herself with the with the reading and wanting like starting to learn about life. It that whole idea. It's like, oh, I'm gonna live and party, and then I'm gonna do whatever I want, and then I'm gonna learn. Oh shit, real world is happening. Yeah, and then she goes through all of that in this film. Uh, it's just unfortunate how scatterbrained it all is and how much of a mess it really kind of is structurally i i know that technically and also i i don't even know did you do you feel this way too about the score is it toxic the song toxic um the beat from that i honestly didn't catch it you didn't it was no. like it's like a they slowed down the violin not oh uh, i they mean kept doing it and mm. and i kept saying if it if it is what they were doing, that kind of goes with the theme. Hmm, that's interesting. I really I, just didn't pay attention I, to that. I I couldn't and help to hear it because it was so eerie. Yeah, I mean, I do pay attention to the score, but I, I didn't I didn't get that any hint of that. I okay. Didn't, yeah. So I mean, maybe it's there. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. No, I didn't mean. Uh, by the way, that the this the the sex is what I was talking about. It was more of the going out of your way to have these sex scenes with naked people that are kind of disgusting and also dealing with it in a way where you're talking about how they're, I mean, they're honestly talking about how vile it is. 
they're they're hammering in the disgusting experience that you really don't you already can see it but they're telling you how bad it smells and they're telling you what the things are happening and it's yeah it, it, it's it goes to an extent <laughs> That yeah. it's off-putting is what I meant. Oh. I, I, I didn't mean no, to No, I understand say, because, like, here's the thing about the movie that kind of... This is the thought that I had. So when, you know, the whole prostitution thing happened, it kind of took me out of the movie, I mean, even further. Because I'm like, wait a minute. This is supposed to be the evolution of this woman, okay? She's going through stages of her life. What woman do you ever know that goes to the fucking stages of it's rampant, me- like... metaphorical. It's about different sexual relationships, but they hammered it in a way where it was just like right. one night stands, but they went through the way that they did. Right. And I feel like he muddied that whole thing up. Like, he muddied it up. Like, not every woman... Like, yeah, women have one night stands. So do men. You know, women have boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, whatever. So so do men. Men have ex-girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. But the way that he put it in one package as she's whoring herself, I was like, okay, there's a different way to tell this story. Like, without all the graphicness of it, without having to see Emma Stone full frontal with all, all the stuff out all the time. And it wasn't, it wasn't um, like a beautiful way either. It, it, she was just being like, you know, just, yeah. I, I can't explain well, it. I, that's the thing. I mean, that's the where I am on the fence, whereas you're going for the bottom half of this kind of review. I'm kind of up on the on the fence because there were definite moments, especially her dialogue is some of the fucking funniest stuff. I mean, her full on explaining reality around her that everybody feels, but she has no filter. So she's saying just right off. There's a part where she's just like, here's a baby crying. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go punch the baby. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it's just so rampant. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, this person bothers me. I don't want to hear them talk anymore, you know, or this stuff tastes like shit. So he spits it out. It just couldn't, it, it could not stop making me laugh. Her and Mark Ruffalo's chemistry and their interactions with each other were almost like a whole nother movie. It was just like this cartoon. Well, the same kind of goes for the opening stuff too, because um, Willem Dafoe, First off, let's praise his makeup because God, does it look awesome! Yeah, it does. when they there's a part where they zoom up and it looks flawless. Yeah, it looked incredible. It really does. It looks excellent. It does. And he, even him, I mean, they have him regurgitating his inner inner gases because he can't expel them. So he's regurgitating him in like a bubble out of nowhere. It was it, so it, bizarre. They want you to know right off the bat, like this is just, this is almost completely satire. And it, it's so, <laughs> it's very hard to get used to at first, but there, some of it is, I think brilliant comedy. But then the problem is that the movie just keeps doing other things, which I also kind of appreciate this end part where we kind of get more of the like the character before and we get a little bit of an, another thing that's almost a horror aspect of wanting to keep somebody. And, and that's a, a whole nother stage of the movie that's really interesting, but it just is the end and it's over. And, and it's it's kind of like too many ideas thrown into a pot 
And I, I think that as a director, I think he deals with this a lot. I think the lobster also kind of did that. But I think in that movie, it all gelled into one idea that they're trying to get to. I, I assume that somebody out there is going to say, well, this movie does that as well. It all kind of gels. But I would say that it may. And also, I will have to point out that this is like right after seeing it the first reaction yeah and you said i know this is gonna be a movie i'm gonna think about for at least two days because it's just so odd and there's like there's things about it that i'm not gonna forget anytime soon so i there's know things you can't forget anytime soon yeah and, and it's gonna be really hard for me to see emma stone that's what i'm telling you i can't look at her the same anymore i, I just can't after this it is odd I right can't. Like, it's it's very off-putting i i you know you see her in these movies and, you know, she's just such a, um, like, America's sweetheart, you know, almost. Yeah. And uh, now it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's just different. But, yeah. you know, I feel like I knew going in that I was going to feel like, you know, when I came out, I was going to be like, you know, this this fucker, he, he's fucked in the head, this director. I mean, it, just look at his resume. He His movies are not, you know... I mean, I wouldn't they're, say they're, it's fucked in the head because he has an idea that might be against the norm. This is like Alex Garland. When I say fucked in the head, what I mean is you're going above and beyond when you really should minimize, you know, the situation where you could actually make your point by scaling back. And, and he's going that extra disgusting mile all the time. It's like even with the killing of a sacred deer, that movie just skeeved me out. And this is what I'm talking about. He He's like a skeeve master. I, it, it just, you know, I feel like he's one step away from making porno. That's the way oh, I feel. Oh, jeez. I, 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 just, I, I just feel that way. I feel to like me, none of his other movies kind of did this before. So There I was think, a brother and sister moment that was disgusting. Oh, and, yeah, but that was the whole point of that movie in particular. So... I know it's kind of. Um, it's just he's just going that extra mile to make everybody like, Ugh. you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do you want? Like, you can't, you can't have 900 tones in your movie. You know, it just throws everybody off. And the way I feel is that in the beginning, I'm not gonna lie to you. One of the characters actually says, for uses the the negative word for a mentally challenged human being, in this movie. Well. Yeah, that they're supposed to be, uh, like before time, like a certain time where people would say that. I understand that, but when Willem Dafoe explained that she has the brain of a baby, she's like a baby. Why would he call her that? It, it's it's he, that was beforehand. It, it that's way beforehand. He doesn't get told that until way later. I feel like he was already told. No, but... he wasn't. He had to go find out, and there was like a whole reveal to it to him. And that's another character that I didn't quite understand. And I, I would need more clarify like clarity on that too, because um, there's you know the the right hand man of Willem Dafoe and the this. Adam character. Yeah, I don't understand him at all, and um, there, I have a lot of questions about this movie. It was very, it, it was bonkers. It was straight up bonkers, and I, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, it was very long, and I felt it. And and there's people in our theater that actually walked out. Like within fifteen yeah, well, minutes. Yeah, that wasn't a shock. I mean, yeah, I I heard those people talking like they couldn't even understand what was going on, so they just walked out. Not a shock, not a shock at all. This is definitely if this movie gets nominated for Academy Award for Best Movie, I, I'm going to be completely floored because I definitely think it should not be. 
I also, I, I feel bad for Emma Stone because I don't think she should get nominated for this. I don't think so either. Because she is giving her all to this and she is definitely transforming into the part. Mm-hmm. But this is such an oddity that I'm not particularly sure that I think it was great acting. I don't think it was great acting, and I don't think the character was at all for her. It seemed very off to pick her as this character. Well, I mean, she kind of nailed it. So she does blend in, and she does a great job at it. But it is so... It doesn't seem like an Academy Award-nominated part. I would say the same goes for Ruffalo, although I feel like he is doing some really funny comedy stuff. Yeah, he but comedy is. stuff usually never gets nominated, so it's kind of odd. Yeah, he's he was thrilled to be a part of this because I, I I saw him I, on I Instagram know. talking I, about it. Kind of shocked. I'm shocked that this movie's getting the love that it's getting. I, I it as much as I enjoyed it more than you, I do see its faults, and I do see where. It, I would say that the perfect way to to explain this movie is that it's very stuffy and of its own ass. It is. Yeah. I, and it's how I feel. And I really wish that they would have trimmed this and found a way to do things in a, in a better, more easier to consume package that kind of flows better. And I hate to say that because I don't want to like make any artist have to, to change what his style is or whatever. I'm not saying that. It's just there's something about it that kind of constantly wants to force you back out. Even when they sucked me in, which happened a lot, Mm -hmm. they would push me back out. Yeah, that's the way I felt too. But like ultimately, you know, throughout the whole movie, I was there were so many moments where I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I just was like, "Okay, dude, you're fucked, man." This this director and and I was like, "What are you doing here? What are you doing?" Like it was making me mad because I was like. None of this is is gelling. It's just not gelling. It's all over the place. And can we please just talk about the fucking costumes? Oh my! You didn't like them? God, Ugh, it, it it was terrible. It's terrible. It 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 looked like Bjork had like gone out of her mind and went on a shopping spree at at, at some fabric it does warehouse add to and the, made her own clothes. It does add to the the fantasy, the way that the world looks. The world is very different. There's shots of the sky, and it's completely like a cartoon. And th- like I said, miniatures and just crazy, like blending. It kind of added to the fantasy aspect of That's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's. And sometimes okay. they, they referenced it, and it was funny. There's. There, I mean, her outfits were absolutely atrocious to look at. I mean, atrocious. She had these big sleeves. Seriously, it's like when Bjork shows up at the freaking Oscars that time. Not the swan, but the, you know, any other time. And she, these costumes were gross. They were just hideous. Everything she wore was just awful. But that's the thing. You want to make it into like a fantasy world, but. Whose fantasy is this? Whose fantasy world is this? It's certainly not mine. I mean, everything about it was, it, it just it's, jumped all over the place. It was disgusting at times. It was, you know, funny at times. And it was very confusing at times. And I, I just didn't understand half of what was going on in, in this movie. I, I was like, you know, baffled a lot of the time. They just, it was up and down, up and down, up and down. And, they tried to put you in this like 
whimsical, like with the, you know, pink and orange skies and the, the clouds that look almost cartoonish and the shots of her, you know, walking somewhere and the whole world looks like Wonka land. And then you get her slammed up against the wall naked two seconds later. It takes you out of it. Like, what am I supposed to be looking at here? Okay, am I supposed to be looking at her her bare vagina or these cartoonish cla- clouds in the sky? I would I would say that you never get both of those things at the same time. It's not like mutually exclusive. You know, it's it, like, you, know you know what I'm trying to say? You, you, you blink no. an eye and then you're in a different scene automatically in a completely different scene. So different that you are just jolted. Yeah. You're jolted from it. I, I, w- I would say in the movie's defense that there there is a reason for it where as she leaves home, the movie, and especially when she experiences sex, the movie changes into color and her her world opens up. And so everything gets more fantasy-like until she's back in those scenes of sex, which are grounded and sweaty and disgusting. And I get that. But and you like know, it's more like... of that, that porno-ish atmosphere. But every time she sees something for the first time, it's fantastical yeah uh, i was going to ask you like because i don't think that everybody's costumes are awful i think that specifically hers i think everybody else is actually well, well... i thought ruffalo's suits look really nice yeah. on him he had those pinstripe suits but the people on the cruise yes everybody looks great i think that the reason that hers are so insane is because of her character she's like the the one that's supposed to stand out she's the robot she's like the thing that we're watching the doll yeah, and you know, and it's so funny too. so they made too. her like, look. She, she didn't... Okay, let's just let the cat out of the freaking bag. She does not look her best in this. She no, has these... specifically made her... Her face looks terrible. She doesn't... It, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to say anything about her beauty because she's a beautiful woman, but she just is very off-putting looking in this movie. She has hair down past her ass. It, it's just... It's yeah, long she, she and doesn't stringy have... and... She she just doesn't have that. She doesn't know how to groom herself, and she doesn't know how to put makeup on. No. She has dresses that her father have given her, and so it's like doll clothes. And she doesn't know how to take care of herself, and that's the whole point. It's like she doesn't, you know, she has big eyebrows, and she has no makeup on, and she's always she doesn't have cut hair. It's always the same stringy hair. Yeah. It's there's all reason to it, but yes, but I okay. So another thing that's bothering me in, about the movie is that there's no consequences for this woman. Okay, so she you see the stages and the evolution of her life and stuff, and her growing into a woman and coming into her own. Okay, fine, but you can't just go through life doing whatever the fuck you want and have no consequences. Like you're literally getting banged six seven eight times a day and you're not going to come out with any freaking diseases you're not going to have you know any pregnancies there's not going to be a damn consequence for you like it just seems like the whole movie just happens to work out for her you know it just happens to work out for her and and ruffalo's character kind of gets shit on it's just I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see her as the heroine of the movie. I, I don't see her like it's, that. Because in real life, there there is no heroes. And like oh, there, the world doesn't work like that. Right. And the world doesn't work like that where a woman can just do whatever she wants and have no consequences. She does have consequences. She At doesn't. one point, she's on the street and then she has to realize she does this. And then she realizes she doesn't like it very much. And then she's like, oh, do I? How do I? There's 
things. It's just that the movie's dealing with it in the tone that it's dealing with. It, it's it's definitely not a, a drama, and it's not handling itself like a drama. It's handling itself like a real satirical, you know, look at things. It is very out there, and it it definitely could be it. it it will be off-putting to anybody who cannot stomach two and a half hours of that, and I and I get that, and I, I like I said, that's the big problem with the movie is that it needed to trim it up a little bit and trying to fix it up, and not necessarily need to show as much as it does. It's not necessary, so that's my problem with it, and I, and I get what you're saying. But those could definitely easily have been fixed. Yeah, it could have been. It's just not tastefully done. That's why I'm telling you, I think this guy's a creep and I'm not a fan of his directing. I'm just not. I only like one of his movies or, you know, one and a half if you count how I feel about The Lobster. But um, I, I just think he, he's just not. A, I don't like his directing. I don't. I don't think he's a good director at all. You don't think he's a good director? No, I no don't. No good directing in this movie. I mean, like I said, there was a couple of pretty shots, but... I don't think he's a good director overall. I don't at all. So that's just my opinion. I was not happy with this movie at all. You know, like there's other parts to the movie, like the writing is more of an issue or you just blaming every aspect. No, he also wrote this movie. He had a writer. He also wrote it himself too. He's listed as a writer. Is he not? I think he's a co-writer. If anything, he had input. Well, either way, I thought he gave. Uh, I think there was like some kind of thing where he told the writer of the movie he gave him three things that he wanted combined into one, and uh, like gave him three different stories or movies that yeah. he wanted to make him blend into one movie and to make this movie. Tony McNamara did the screenplay. Okay, so I stand corrected. But either way, like I just I'm not a fan of this movie at all as a whole. Like as a whole, like. It, it, and I'm not, honestly, I don't love his past movies either. I just, there's just, it's not for me. He's not, yeah. they're not for me. Um, I guess, you know, I'm just going to be a judgy pain in the ass, but. <laughs> well, give me your final score then. You're not going to like it. So tell me your score. Yours is going to be like, what, a three or a four? I'm giving it a three. Damn, and that's, that's only low. That's only because. Of some of the pretty shots, and I like Ruffalo in this. Ruffalo, if he wasn't, if Ruffalo was in this, in his character, you know, wasn't this character, I, I would have probably walked out of this. I, I was not happy with this movie at all. I did not like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you even said it yourself, which is, you said that pretty shots. There's pretty shots. All right. There was pretty shots, and then all of a sudden I see a, a fat man's hairy ass, and I'm like... Yep, I'm out of that. Done. Thanks. I, I just, I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I know. I'm just saying because you said he was a bad director. And then you're like, pretty shots. He's not, he's not my, he's not a great director. He's not. When you can, when you have the ability to make things gel nicely and with class and, you know, less trash. I mean, the class. I, I mean, that's okay. kind of weird when you said Frankenhooker is a better movie and you're like talking about. Well, because Frankenhooker knew what it was and Frank Hen. But Frank it's a Henlotter, terribly directed film. But it's got bad acting. Frank Henlotter got... did not. He did not make any excuses. He knew he was making a piece of crap. Okay. He, you think Nobody he's making sets out to say, I'm going to make this a piece of shit. Frankenhooker. Do you really? Come on. Come on. Frankenhooker. Like. He, you knew he was making, he wasn't going to make an Oscar-worthy movie. 
You know, he he no, makes, I mean, he knew he like, was making a fun movie. A f- yeah, a fun I, horror. I, movie. That's what I'm getting at. But it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a. I mean, it's a weird, say, you know, thing to say. But uh, for you to compare this movie to Frankenhooker, well, I was talking about like more of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, in, in the way of Frankenhooker. It was a joke, and it actually turned out to be kind of correct since there was both tones of both movies. I mean, if, I mean, this I is guess. more a hundred times better directed than Frankenhooker. Uh, okay, I, mean, I was times, just it's just I'm it's kind of like I a said, whole nother level of outside the realm. Of I, I'm honestly going to tell you that I don't. Okay, I don't like his directing. I don't, but I, I, I think I that he he had some nice shots, but overall, he doesn't know how to make things gel, and that's bad directing. Sorry. I I mean. There's more cooks in the kitchen to that kind of stuff, like editing and all that kind of stuff. But I will, I will say, and also cinematography is a highlight. Probably you're talking more about the cinematographer being good setting up the shots. The cinematographer is is really um, the one who should be praised here, not the director. So that's what I say. It's he he did nothing for me, nothing, nothing at all. I, I don't care for him as a director. It's just not for me. All right. So you're giving a very, very low score, and I'm going completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I said, we were on that fence where you're going to the bottom half. I, I, I think I completely understand why you would have the feelings that you have and why you're going in the direction you're going. I completely understand it. Three is really low. I did not care for this. But uh, I would say that, and I feel weird going too high, because I think that there is definitely something here that's worth something. And I think that there is really good directing. And I, and I do think that there is some great use of uh, visual tones and some really unique ideas. I mean, this movie is really going as unique as it possibly can. And, and I, I always praise that kind of stuff. I, I praise anybody trying to do something different, something we haven't seen before, something that makes you think. And I definitely think that's here. And I really, really love the comedy aspects of it. I love some of the dialogue, some of the the the, the scenes. I think are hilarious. Some of the funniest shit I've seen in a while. But there are problems. So it's kind of it's hard for me because, you know, on one hand, I don't I feel weird going to a seven, and I feel weird going to a six, and I'm like I feel like I'm right in between. And so I'm definitely going toward, I think, I feel like if I had to give it a six, it's a higher six. And I feel like it goes toward the seven. So I feel I'm probably landing on a six. Okay. So you're landing on a six, which we don't. And I feel really weird about it. I mean, I, I have to argue with you on this. I'm sorry. I can't. You have to think about this. Mm-hmm. You literally said that, you know, nothing really gelled. No, I said that it, that it did gel. It just didn't gel overall. There's things about it that throw right. it out of whack. And it definitely, yes. there's a definite tone issue. But that that's that definitely a minus. And there's some things about it that minus it for me. That's why it's not. Look, you started at 10, right? And you keep going down. Right. So. 
But see, here's the thing. Like you, you yourself said that Emma Stone's dialogue was really funny, and yes, it was. Uh, and she's great. Um, she but... she delivered it very funny, but um, though that funny dialogue and Mark Ruffalo's funny scenes, because he actually was the movie, he saved the movie for me I'm, I'm sure anyway. You, yeah. Um, but that's just not enough. That's not enough. Oh, this movie we didn't was even talk about all that over the place. It was... That direction is gorgeous in this film. There, there are scenes like rooms. The cruise ship's rooms are spectacular. The the house uh, that Willem Dafoe owns is so amazing. Every shot in that damn place, it was like so unique. It was so artistic. I loved it. I kept saying this movie's got all the things you want in a movie, but it has that problem also. So that's why I'm backing down. That's what I'm saying. No, it's just it's also very difficult when there's not a likable character in the whole movie except one. There was only one likable character. And when you say likable character, when you mean like a good guy? No, just like someone that you can actually. Because you know, no, no one's supposed to like Hannibal Lecter, but we kind of do. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? I kind of <laughs> liked Marvel Ruffalo in this. I I, I kind of liked him. I know I'm not supposed to, but I kind of do. I kind of liked Willem Dafoe, although I'm not supposed to. Like, maybe I'm not supposed to. I feel like that about all these characters. I kind of was intrigued. Uh, the old woman on the boat made me laugh my ass off. I mean, th- there's stuff like that. Uh, even the one biting her lobes. I, okay. I just was so intrigued. We need intrigued, to talk about that. There is... So intrigued by um, the characters in this movie. That's why I feel very torn. I, I, I feel... Honestly, you're talking me into a seven more than you are talking okay. me into my I, lowest I, score. I, you know what? I think that we need to have a trial separation. <laughs> I, I look because this is outrageous. I cannot believe that you're saying the, look, these look, things. You know, you've given shit movies six. Okay, shit. How like, dare you? Uh, the Resident Evil series. You, <gasps> you've made me I watch those not. turds. They're terrible pieces of crap. I would never give any of those movies a six. You, I know they're trash. They're guilty pleasures. They're, they're, oh, they're guilty pleasures. And yeah. you've given some guilty pleasures sixes. We gave Inframan a six. So well, like, to me, it's like... That's a national treasure. See, that's what I'm talking about. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, like, this movie's actually trying to do something unique, something trying to do something different, something that makes you actually think and talk. That should be praised more than the junk shit that somebody like... Resident Evil 18 made oh, like <laughs> that. Those are the movies that should be dumped into the trash. That's why I hate. I told someone recently, you know, I'm so sick of these uh, these reviews that are coming out recently where everybody's doing their bottom list, and it all sounds like the Razzies because everybody's pointing out movies is their worst movie of the year that causes controversy. Less less than it's a, a good or a bad movie, while someone else is like, you know what. Uh, I hate this one movie over here, but the Fast X gets a, a pass. Fast X is straight garbage that we should all be hating on because it's exactly what ruins the fucking movie industry. Everybody loves it. Makes $100 Fast million. Dollars. It makes $100 million and it looks like garbage and it the characters are garbage and the plot is garbage. And I'm like, I, I, Wait, to me. Is it garbage? It's garbage. <laughs> And that's why I'm like this. Like, no. When th- this movie, I feel like it needs to be praised more. I'm giving it a seven. And that's where we're going to leave it. You gave it a three, which I think is... F- 
fucking low, Okay, well, man. you know, we're, we we I mean, don't see, see eye to five, eye on these but... kind of artsy films, you know? Like, I... I, I hate when you say artsy films. This yeah. is an art film. Don't don't tell me it's not okay because this, this idea is of not an art film is no, existence. Mm, this is no. all movies are art for no no you know what I'm trying to say yes I do agree all movies are art but this is different it's like a I, I can't describe what I'm trying to say but you know what I'm trying to say this is like um you this know is that highbrow conversation where a lowbrow highbrow which we we this debate does... is that exist it's like elevated horror okay it's, it's a conversation <sighs> for another day but. Do I understand what you're saying? Yeah, I, of course I understand what you're saying. Uh, this I, this is not a movie that it would appeal to any audience. Okay, this is a specific, um, like you know, very specific movie that like would maybe attract a a, a group of people, like a, okay. a, a singular group of people. This is not an everybody type of movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's it, not. You want to you, you send again, your mother to the movie to see this? No, you know? but everybody no. else is flocking to see Migration. So, you know what? Oh, I see what you yeah, did. Yeah, Aquafina's there. flocking. I did say. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Let's go see Trolls 4. So, you know what? It, to me, it's like... You know what? I'm not going to tell you that, you know... All these movies that I drag you to, such as and I give trolls. those movies the same kinds of uh, ratings. I go, hey, you know, we go in. Didn't think it was that bad with every movie, and you know, with an open mind. Um, but and I did, I did go into this. I even took a picture and posted it on Instagram with a look of positivity in my eye. And uh, I gotta say that shit was shattered because I was not happy with this film, and it felt every bit of two and a half hours. It did, and you didn't mention that either. You did say it a little bit. I talked about. Well, it. you said the time, the runtime, but you didn't say that you felt it. I did. I said this movie should have been trimmed down. It could have been neater. Yeah. It definitely could have lost that twenty minutes. That it, it could have twenty minutes. Lost it at could have least lost 20 minutes. forty minutes. There's definitely scenes that I know could be dropped. They could have cut out the guy with the flopping penis and all that stuff flopping around and all that. We don't. We just did. They I could will have say, made their point. Can we say this? We'll end it on this, okay? We're just gonna end it. Okay. On saying, you know, 2023 is the year of penis on film because we've been <gasps> yeah. seeing a lot of it. And you know what? Good on them. You know, it's about fucking time that it's on both. I mean, you know, yeah, usually the ladies are, are full frontal naked. Now it's on. Yeah. It's on. The guys' peens are flopping around and having a great time. Yeah. Full frontal on the men. Full peen. Full peen. A lot of nuts. A lot of nut, a lot of uh, Emma Stone stones, <laughs> and I say stones because she has small breasts and they're very prominent in your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like lots of like her nipples were coming out of the screen and just like poking you in the eye. <laughs> That's the way I felt the whole time. I'm like, ow! It's too close. It's too close. It's too. It's like they they like zoomed in on it. I'm like. No, back up. <laughs> I guess I guess so, yeah. Let's end on nipples. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, this went on way longer than I ever expected. So everybody have a good one. Thanks for listening. If you stayed with us as we fought through this battle. And let's just end on saying dong. <laughs>